My name is LMC. If you are interested in the cannabis industry regarding business, politics, finance, investment, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, the black market, legalization, and so much more, then hit that subscribe button down below. I would very much appreciate it. So this is an article today we're going to cover in New Cannabis Ventures. Shout out to them. Uh, really, really good online resource for keeping up with the cannabis industry especially when it comes down to business. Some really interesting pieces that I've been reading lately. It's a resource I'm definitely going to start to use more often now. But this is an article posted yesterday as of this recording, July 5th, right? It's written by Alan uh, Brostein. He's a cannabis uh, CFA. I think I've heard of him before. I'm trying to remember, put my finger on it, but Regardless, very interesting article. Title of this article is Public Companies Dominate the Rapidly Growing Florida Medical Cannabis Market. Okay, so I have talked about this market in the past little bit, not as much as I would like to, um, but you know we're going to be covering it a lot, little bit more. Um, so if you want to hear more about this market, definitely drop a comment. Let me know. Um, so Really, when I started covering this market, it actually, you know, mainly had to do with True Leave Cannabis, right? And True Leave Cannabis is uh, a medical marijuana company, really good stock, I would say. They have a massive market share. Um, I think it's 20% plus, maybe more. Also, Florida in general is one of the emerging markets obviously with an extremely, extremely high population. Um, I mean, if you look at the, um, Florida is one of the three, the really big, or four, I guess, uh, in the presidential election when it comes to delegates, right? Usually the big, the big states are New York, California, Texas, and Florida, right? So Florida is definitely, you know, has that going for it itself uh, as a market. And, you know, so this is, um, you know, so a new market that's slowly developing. The demand is definitely there. You know, supply is, you know, there for, you know, definitely much, there's probably a pretty big black market there, I would say. I know, honestly, um, I've talked to some people down there, but really big market. And that's why, you know, I love truly the cannabis stock because they've capitalized on a market that is a great market to start out in. It's a hard market. Kind is going to get harder and harder, more competitive, as you guys can see with this um, with this article. Excuse me. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to go over this, and we'll keep breaking it down. But um, I like Truly a lot, and you know, I think they keep it simple. They're preparing a you know an SOP, a standard operating procedure that has been proven to work in a major state. So when coming come expansion, that'll be very interesting to see how they uh, you know implement their already you know installed system in Florida that's thrived massively, and then potentially you know either if that just works on its own, just on every single state, or if they have to you know make you know adaptations to it. Probably have to make a little bit of you know of an adaptation to it, uh, but yeah. Anyway, it's interesting though because this article obviously says that you know public companies, usually public companies being Pretty much mainly, I mean, Trulieve is a publicly traded company now, but a lot of these public companies are also MSOs, multi-state operators. 
So that's also pretty interesting too. The big difference with true leave is they're not really yet. They will be in the future, but anyways, let's go into this uh, article. Okay. Voters in Florida approved expanded medical cannabis legalization nearly four years ago after failing to do so in 2014. With 71% voting in favor of Amendment 2, the program has become one of the most successful limited license uh, medical cannabis programs to date. With over 361,000 active patients, wow, that's a lot. As of July 2nd, in this review, we take a look at the history of Florida's cannabis program, the existing marketplace, and the potential for future growth. Okay, so uh, Florida permitted a limited number of patients to low-use THC strains with several, uh, which, with several growers already operating after a 2015 application process that saw the state approve seven af uh, after receiving 20 applications from nurseries. Okay, so this is kind of the history. I don't, you know, let's just see now. Okay, so alpha foliage became known as surgery, now parallel. Uh, Chestnut Hill is now part of Liberty Health Sciences. Uh, Costa, Costa Nursery Farms became modern health concepts, now part of Cureleaf. Cureleaf Holdings, by the way, is a massive company. Um, I think their market cap is like 221 billion? No. I'm not sure. It's not that, but... They have a massive, their evaluation and what they've been spending is, is pretty massive. Uh, and then they have TrueLeave, but do you see these smaller businesses that were bought up by big players to, you know, start their entrance into the Florida market? Okay. So the, the existing market, let's go over this. This is what I wanted to really talk about. Okay, so Florida has 22 medical marijuana treatment centers currently approved, though not all are operational. Authorizations are made in three stages, including cultivation, processing, and dispensing. Okay, so 15 are permitted to dispense. Of the remaining seven to three have cultivation authorization. Two have processing uh, authorization, and two are listed as uh, the state isn't accepting MMTC applications at this time. Okay, so they put out robust data, robust data weekly. The uh, The OMMU, I think it's the Office of Medical Marijuana Use. Okay, so this is what's interesting. Now we look at this, right? So we see MedMen, we see Harvest, right? Harvest just sold some of the retail locations to uh, High Times for a stock swap. They, you know, High Times used some of the stock, you know, some of their stock to purchase about 50, 60, or I think it's a $61 million uh, deal in total uh, to acquire 13 different stores in California. But Harvest uh, Recreational, very big company. Definitely, they're a little struggling a little bit, but really big, really big company. Uh, Green Thumb Industries, right? Um, yeah. Cure leaf, true leaf. All right, so here are the here are the locations, by the way. Right there, 51 locations for true leaf. So, you know, this is Florida is, you know, kind of starting to become a battle zone. <laughs> it's one of these early on battle zones, I would say. Not to say battle zone, but like, you know, from a business standpoint. This is just a massive, you know, California obviously is kind of, you know, 
this is I, I I look at Florida a little bit more so like this. There's 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 in okay for example in California because of this you know it was so new you know they got legalized in 2016 and then the whole licensing process and like stores opened in 2018 right and so I think because you know California was I think the fifth state to legalize I'm not I can't remember but I think that cannabis companies were still starting up all around the country. And I think that there are companies that definitely quickly jumped on the opportunity of California, not to say that there weren't a bunch because there definitely were, but uh, I do think that, um, you know, there's kind of more of an even playing field when we talk about Florida, like not in terms of like the big companies, not to say this is an even playing field, but when we talk about big, you know, multi, you know, multi-state operators besides truly, obviously, you know, this is kind of starting to be set up as a, uh, a battleground where we start to see, you know, which companies are really going to come on top. You know, pe- you know, these companies all have quite a bit of funding. You know, they have a lot of reach, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see if somebody challenge if one of these companies challenge True Leaf. Uh, Cure Leaf has obviously been doing a good job of expanding. Um, you know, MedMen not so much, right? Um, Harvest interesting. Green Thumb Industries interesting too. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of that because like, you know, the top competitors right now in the medical marijuana market are big corporations in terms of cannabis, you know, not crazy big yet, but you know, they will be in the future. What I also, what I also think is pretty peculiar too, not peculiar, but just interesting to see is that this is like a much more corporatized medical marijuana market. And I talked about this in a recent video I just posted, um, you know, where I was talking about how Oklahoma you know, they banned slushies because, you know, the child resistant law, you know, there's a bunch of different things that I, I get why they did it. But I talk about it in that video. I talk about, you know, growing up and, you know, working in the cannabis or the, the medical marijuana industry when I was, you know, pretty much end of high school on until it ended. Um, I had that weird transition. I, I was just, it was weird timing for me um, for when I was growing up I'm 23. But um I would just kind of say that these medical, the medical marijuana market in Washington was super laid back, honestly, very, very chill. But I, you know, I talked about in that video, if you compare it now to like Oklahoma's medical market, you know, medical marijuana market or other medical marijuana, marijuana, marijuana markets, um, you start to see like, there's a lot more regulation put on it. There's a lot more attention paid to it because right. These, these, these states realize how much money they can make. You know, I've talked about this before in many different videos. If you've watched any of my videos or this is the first time, well, this is a pretty common occurring theme, is the tax money is the number one driving force in a lot of this, right? But now that I think these states realize that, oh, you know, they don't put necessarily resources or attention, right, to stuff that doesn't matter as much, but now they are because it matters. There's money that can be, that can be potentially brought in um, from you know, medical marijuana. Well, you know, now these medical marijuana markets are starting to look a lot more like professional, not to say that they weren't professional in the past, but they were just a little bit more laid back and more so for, you know, more attention I think was paid to the medical patient. And I think nowadays we start to see that like, you know, I mean, I mean, we're doing a business analysis of medical marijuana markets and, you know, I think we're starting to look more so as this, as more of an industry rather than a, you know, nurturing, you know, uh, you know, alternative medicine, um, you know, health, you know, 
the health benefits and like the, the medical patient benefits, like from whether it's pain relief or, you know, the long list of other things. We're now looking at, at it as a, you know, a, a market, you know, we have a capitalist lens in here, obviously when we're, when we're talking about this and I just, I just find that interesting. Just make that a, you know, a quick, um, you know, thing that I noticed. So, you know, I, it's, it's good to see, and I hate to see it too at the same time. Right. I just, in terms of, of, of healthcare, I really don't like when it gets, you know, heavily, heavily corporatized, heavily, heavily monetized. I don't like to see that with school. I don't like to see that with jail. Those are kind of my main ones. I really don't like to see that with, um, you know, I don't want to see those, those three, you know, sectors and institutions uh, or not institution sectors of society, you know, be looked at as a market and a profit, you know, potential like major profit making, um, you know, markets. Right. So, you know, not to get, you know, bring my own beliefs into this uh, analysis, but y'all get what I'm coming from. Uh, but yeah, I just found that super interesting to see that there, the, the views of medical marijuana in these markets and these newer medical marijuana markets, very, very, you know, interesting just to see the entire just national, uh, you know, opinion slash, you know, outlook on these medical marijuana markets now. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's crazy. Anyway, um, you know, this is, like I said, starting to, you know, Harvest Health, Green Thumb, MedMen, Bluma Wellness, um, acreage holdings excuse me which you know they've obviously not been doing too well um but you know this is a massive massive market um literally you know the potential for this market is like i said in the top four if we look at delegates i mean because delegates are you know for the presidential election delegates are determined by population right and so the big four you know not including like you know there obviously is michigan and ohio you know those the the Rust Belt or whatever, but, you know, Texas, Cali, New York, Florida, right? Florida is the Texas of the East Coast and, you know, vice versa. And, you know, Cali and New York, LA and New York City, similar populations in that sense. But this is, you know, it's, it's, it's Florida in general is interesting too, because it's one of the very, there's not very many uh, states that have legalized cannabis or have an extensive medical marijuana uh, program, um, you know, compared to Florida's, right? So it's a great way to, you know, expand your roots, you know, get down, you know, your SOPs, you know, your whole processes, and then have that be a launching pad to, you know, then expand throughout the East Coast. So from a strategic standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. Also, Florida being, you know, on the southeast corner of the of the country and right on the atlantic ocean um, and the gulf of mexico right um definitely an, an awesome place for international trade you know the ports in miami the ports all over you know florida very good for logistics so there's that too just looking ahead from a global standpoint anyways i'm, I'm not going to keep rambling too much too much longer um but I just wanted to like highlight Florida and how this market is going to end up being a very, very interesting one, very pivotal, strategic landing, you know, um, you know, uh, launching point. And we're seeing a market that you know, a lot of big, big companies are starting to you know invest in medical. And you know, once that you know that that, that shot is fired, and and you know, people are racing you know through recreational adult use cannabis in Florida who's going to win out. So, and the money, you know, people, there's definitely companies that have more money to work with, but 
they all have multi-million, you know, um, you know, multiple millions to invest into this market. And this will be super, super interesting. Right. And, you know, as you guys can see in this, in this article right here, it says true is the clear market leader with 20% of the dispensaries and substantial leadership in both extractive products and flowers. So, you know, I guarantee you true will definitely have a challenger, you know, coming up in the next couple of years, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. It's going to be very interesting. Anyways, really appreciate y'all. If y'all made it through the end of the video, really, really appreciate it. Um, go follow my social medias down below. Um, you know, you know, drop a comment. I would love any suggestions, constructive criticism, really anything. You know, I, I try to respond to most of these uh, comments. Been really appreciating all the support uh, lately. But yeah, um, you know, uh, go check out my new Frame of Flower podcast, and uh, yeah, just just check out the links down below. I got a lot of got a lot of links down there, a lot of cool stuff. So go check that out. And like I said, really appreciate appreciate anyone that's been watching. If you made it to this video, you're awesome. And I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing day. Peace.